Are you feeling stuck? Are you worried about what others think and this stops you from taking action? Do you need to find the proof that you're as strong and courageous as you wish you were? That's where I can help. Welcome to Finding Proof, a podcast where you learn to create the tools you need to reach the next level of your success. I'm your host, Dr. Tess Crawley. I'm an Australian clinical and forensic psychologist and an evidence-based success strategist. I'm on a mission to help you find the evidence you need to make the next courageous leap in your life, business and work. So let's get started. Hello, how are you? We're in Sydney and we're catching up with you because we thought it would be fun to have a chat together and uh, we thought the idea of talking together was a really good opportunity to talk about collegiality and exactly hello private practice success at my confidence finding proof yes and everybody else there on Facebook <laughs> we've got two cameras going so we're going to be cross-eyed by the end of this we are we are and we're here in the lovely sydney you can see uh, the city center there behind us at the aps congress and as per usual when we together we get into mischief because we are wagging sessions right now to talk to all of you absolutely because we've got an important message to get out right we have and i think that's something that Gerda and i often forget because we as you might tell kind of get along well together um and we forget that not everyone knows that we are not in competition we're both mentors to mental health professionals we're both private practice owners and we're both psychologists and uh it's not a competition, it's not a running race, as I often say, and because um, Gerda would win anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I only run if I'm being chased by bears. Okay. Yeah, and I'll win because I jog every morning. I, I would hope I would win, or I would be very disappointed. <laughs> so, I guess, you know, we both often talk about abundance mindset, and when we talk about that, you know, I guess this is abundance in action, you know, this collegiality, and we, we spur each other on and cheer each other on, and we've been sharing a table, selling our books. Uh, Gerda very kindly invited me to, to join her table, Abundance in Action, and has chased me half around the Congress facility uh, all weekend. Tess, there's someone who wants to buy your book. Get your ass over here. <laughs> yes. So um, when we talk about practice owners and we talk about referral sources and we talk about all of that stuff that could be seen as a competition, it's really important to remember that it's not. It's yeah. about you doing your best work and sometimes you'll be the best person for the job because that's the work that needs to be done for that particular individual and the next person does their best work and that might be the job that's required on that given day. Yeah. So. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure if you if you think about yourself in terms of experiences that you've had, you know, there are very often those attitudes of, oh, I can't ask for something or for support from another practice owner or even a clinician because, uh, you know, they won't tell me because I, I might be perceived as competition and there's that uncomfortableness and sometimes we perceive other people as competition and they perceive us as competition and I hear those comments so, so regularly um, that people make in various conversations 
and I go, you know, yes, I, I, I'm always the first one to say we need to run ourselves like a business, right? Yes. And business people are very mindful of competition and all of that stuff. And then I go, this is very interesting. Psychologists will take that part of business management and apply it to themselves, but not all the other parts of it, you know? It's like they take the unhelpful part from traditional business in terms of all you know these are all our secrets and we can't tell anybody but we don't want to run ourselves like a business and have the money mindset that we need to be an actual business so, so be kind to yourself you know and really choose what you want to apply resourcefully um, because you know there is really no competition in our industry if you think about it right we are all so different and unique in terms of how we present our stuff in session yep. how we do cbt we can all go on the same cbt course we're going to deliver it in a different way right yeah. because it's your individual personality your flavor that comes through it and that's going to resonate or not resonate with that client um, you can do a, a manualized treatment and you might get different results that, as a result of who you are right that's just what I believe I don't know maybe some clever researcher can prove that wrong but I think clients won't follow the process unless they click with you and that's yeah. your personality right um, and they there needs to be that alignment which is why there's more than enough work for all of us that's it and I think it's true you know no matter what part of your business you're talking about so if you're talking about recruiting or if you're talking about you know building your referral base and you know identifying who are your key referrers your key referrers refer to other people as well as you and oftentimes it's a relationship based decision that they make and I talk about that a lot that business is all about relationships and you know and that plays out in ways that you can't necessarily expect so as many of you know my practice is going through some stuff changes and um, you know other practice owners in Hobart that I collaborate with regularly um, um, some of them have been approached by some members of my team for their next adventure and their next career move and those um, those practice owners you know, they talk to me about these things and they check that you know professionally we're all good and that those relationships are maintained and for me I think that's beautiful that's what you want it's not a competition for staff it's about what's right for each team member if they need to move on then that's the right thing for them to do at this time and you'd want them going somewhere where they're going to be happy and they're going to be in a really professionally sound environment uh, so when competition isn't viewed as part of the equation it allows room for that collegiality and for that professional respect and those relationships to last and to weather those bumpy storms when staff come and go. And I think that's a really important thing to remember in your relationships with other practice owners too. Almost certainly. And it's almost like you've got that freedom to make the choice. You can either choose to come from a place of competition and then of course have the consequences of that consequences of being isolated of being worried all the time of being anxious of having to be cagey and you know feel threatened all the time I sure as hell don't want to feel like that okay yeah I would much rather choose to come from a place of abundance and go let's have a relationship let's you know collaborate and if you come from that place you know I just believe that you can attract people that's similar to yourself like we've attracted one yeah. another yeah. right um, and if you do get that one person that you know is doing it maliciously you'll you'll 
quickly figure that out, yeah. right? But I can tell you the majority of people aren't like that. Not the yeah. people in my Facebook communities, not in your face communities. So it's really about just being who you are, giving yourself permission not to come from that fear base of, oh my goodness, I need to protect everything and just going, you know what? Even if we put everything we know out there, I, and I strongly believe this, you know, even if I put all my intellectual property out there, there's gonna be people that's gonna look at it and go, you know, shit, I don't want anything to do with it. There's gonna be people that look at it and go, oh, this is amazing, but they're never gonna do something about it. And there's people gonna go, it's amazing, they're gonna do something about it. Yep. But the thing is, half, half of people, even more, don't even implement this stuff. So th there really is no threat because you know your stuff. You know that you will implement your strategies, your ideas, all of that type of stuff. Now, th that makes me think of something that Gary Vee has said because both of us are very avid Gary Vee followers. And if you don't know who that is, you better start Googling right now. Not right now, after the live stream. Um, but he says that um, very often uh, people ask him, you know, they want to pitch an idea to him. Yep. And then they want to ask him to sign a confidentiality agreement and he refuses. Okay, and then he educates them on why he refuses to do that. And because he says, your ideas, any ideas that I put out there, you know what, the chances of somebody acting on it is very small. Very small. Because most people just don't implement. And, and he does that actively. He will not sign a confidentiality agreement because he wants people to have that abundance mindset, right? Yeah. Because um, that's just the, the way uh, to really get to that next level. If you're consistently gonna be cagey, you cannot be expansive enough to get to the next level in order to grow your business, to develop your private practice, do your own branding, do, you know, write a book, do online programs because you're too stuck. Yeah. Yep, that's exactly right. So when you're stuck in that mindset, and Gerda said before, you know, if you're stuck in that fear-based, competitive mindset and squirreling all your ideas away and not sharing, you very quickly will find yourself quite isolated professionally too. You're not sharing your ideas. No one's going to share them, your, theirs with you either. And it's re it really is about reciprocal relationships in business. And I think that no matter what business you're in, whether it's mental health or whether it, you could be a creative entrepreneur, whatever your business area is, the idea of collaborating and sharing, it helps you feel supported in the work that you're doing, it helps you realise that you're not as isolated as you thought you were, and it also helps you spark additional ideas, because conversations do that, you've yeah. probably noticed. So, um, you know, Gerda's book, Gerda's got a great book around her ideas around how to develop and build and grow a successful private practice very generous of her to provide that in a book because of course there's lots of other programs that Gerda runs and you know anyone can just grab hold of the book and that's the end of that yes but, but you know that's a, it's a generous thing to do to put time into writing a book and sharing those ideas um, and so I think that when we when we hide behind competitiveness and we hide behind fear we stop ourselves from growing further and I think that's something that we forget that competition actually actually doesn't grow you it shuts you down yeah it's so true I, I so believe that yep. and you know for those of you that you know go but it's always gonna be that one person but you know but even if there's that one person that does the wrong thing towards you you know what I, I just believe that what you need to do then is just release them 
you know, of course the universe takes care of them. Karma takes care of them. Okay, and and you know, that's their problem. I need to be able to sleep at night. You know, I want to be comfortable and I do not want a life full with fear and constant worry about what if somebody figures this stuff out and does as well as I do? Well, what if they do? That's amazing for them, right? Yeah, yeah. There's room enough for everybody. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> because, yeah. you know what, at the end of the day, um, especially as helping professionals, but even in other professions, because I know Tess works with a lot of uh, business owners across a variety of professions, you know, you do this stuff for a reason. You know, and what is those values? And, and, and a lot of the times it's to make a difference, right? It is yeah. to help people in some way, even if you are a uh, engineer building stuff to help people in some way. That's what it is all about at the end of the day. And the more we share, the more we work together, the more we collaborate, it just makes it so much easier to help people. This is so true. Yeah. And so much more fun. Yeah. Right? yeah. How much fun do we know. have? We have too much it's fun. Like, yes. I'm actually feeling really tired today because we do tend to have too much fun. Yes. <laughs> we will not say what time we went to bed last night. Um, I, I just think it, it's so much more fun sharing celebrations when, when you achieve something, you know, really having fun with it. When I achieve stuff, like being, having somebody that gets it. You yeah. know, that you can share your wins with, that you can share your challenges with without having to go, hmm, what can I tell them? What can't I tell them? It's like, geez, that's just too hard. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I, I don't want to do that. Then I'd rather just not have that relationship if I need to consistently have my guard up in terms of what can and can't I say. Yeah. It's yeah. like, why would you want to do that? It's just crazy to me. No, and look, I've got a really, you know, uh, some of you will know that I'm launching a graduate program in my practice. And I was talking with another practice owner in Sydney, um, or from Sydney, and she and I were having the same idea at around about the same time. And we went, oh my God, we're both thinking the same thing. Yeah. Now, instead of going, oh, well, we'll shut down and we won't, we won't share thoughts on it, we're now collaborating on how can we bounce ideas around together so that we both grow and we both develop this idea in a way that's going to be successful because two heads are better than one, always. You know, I don't have all the answers. Exactly. No one really does. So, you know, sharing your ideas and bouncing them around and, and brainstorming the tricky bits is really, really beneficial. Yeah. You know, what business you're in. No, I agree. So the challenge is on. Challenge is on. on. Collaborate. <laughs> Collaborate. Be collegial. Share your ideas. And don't be afraid to ask other business owners for support. And so if you need a mentor, whether it doesn't have to be me and Gerda, but find a mentor that you feel is someone that you can relate to to help you develop your ideas, whether it's in your business or whether it's something to do with your outside interests or where, you know, whatever it is, finding somebody that you can share your ideas with. It can be a peer, it doesn't have to be someone at a senior level to you. So, so valuable. Yeah, I, I really think another important message now that you've mentioned that is to give yourself permission to accept help. You know, it's so often that we, especially when you're a high functioning person, when you're driven, when you have that entrepreneurial business, uh, you know, drive and motiv motivation behind you, it's somehow like we've got these high standards for ourselves, like it's like, of course I should be able to do this by myself, right? Yep. Uh, maybe I've got all these qualifications or I've been running a business already for so long. Uh, it's that expectation that, oh, I should be coping. I should, which is not a good yeah, word. Yeah, should's a dirty word. I, yeah, very dirty. I should be coping. Um, and, and, and just to, sometimes I go, people just need to stop struggling. 
you know, just give yourself that permission to go, hang on, I can actually ask somebody for help. Yeah, exactly. So, mm. hey, Kath. Um, and this is, you know, many of you know I work in perinatal mental health. That's the clinical area I work in. And the, one of the key messages we give new parents is that, you know, this is a major developmental milestone, becoming a parent, and accept all offers of help and stop being a, a martyr, for want of a better word. Yeah. You don't have to do it all yourself and you don't have to know how to do it all. And it's the same when you're becoming a business owner, that you might be really, really good at what you do clinically or artistically or whatever it is that you're working in. That doesn't automatically mean you know how to run a business. So accepting all, all opportunities for help and for resources and for support and for encouragement is very important. Yeah, yeah. And we've got a comment from Kim. Kim says it's vulnerable to put it out there that you have areas of weakness and competence. It is, Kim, and I think, you know, very often it's because we, especially in my community, is, is helping professionals. We're so used to be the one doing the helping and, uh, and being the helper, it's really hard being the one to go, I'm yeah. putting up my can hand. Help, please? Yes, yeah. yes. But I can tell you, if you can just give yourself permission to do it, it's actually the most empowering thing you can do. because the change that can happen in an instance when somebody gives you a, a little piece of advice that changes everything or a little thing that breaks through a mental block you've had that just changes anything you know sometimes you've got these big problems and issues but the thing that changes it is simple and we sometimes looking for something really big and that's where a mentor an outside person comes in because they look at what's happening afresh fresh eyes and they go oh well that's what you need yeah. to do and it's, it's easy yeah yes yeah yeah having a second set of eyes can be really really useful exactly yeah. exactly goodness so okay so hey jen welcome um so i think you know for gerda and i we've been you know working together for quite a while now and uh i mean you all know that gerda is my mentor she's also my friend <laughs> yes and uh you know and we we do get along we do have a lot of fun but we also um run ideas past each other and we do you know if i'm going to put my hand up for help or, you know gerda is certainly you know has coached me very well to know when to ask for help and that's what I have always done with students in my practice is taught them that they must know when to ask for help that they don't I don't want cowboys in my practice and so I think sometimes we have to take on board the messages that we'll pass on to less experienced individuals and go hang on am I trying to be a cowboy here am I trying to know it all and do it all without, without much guidance so yeah you have to make yourself vulnerable Kim but vulnerability is okay and I sort of pick up on that weakness and incompetence. It's just not knowing. That's not weakness and incompetence. It's just not knowing. And oh, you can't know. You can't know everything. <laughs> and um, I don't know everything. And I don't want to know everything. I love the fact that there's still more for me to learn. So it's just about knowing when to ask for help or when to run an idea past somebody else to get that feedback. Yes. Yes. And, and I sure as hell don't know everything either. <clears throat> which is why whenever a Medicare problem pops up in my practice, I go, I'm, I'm sure I know the answer. However, I'm gonna run past the expert. Tess, Tess, and that leads us to a very important <laughs> announcement. What a good segue. Oh, you're good. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so there's been a bit of a dare on, which was for me to launch my Medicare training program. 
I wonder who set that challenge to you? It may have, it may have been egged on after a couple of drinks last night too. So, okay, so I have talked about this before. You all, many of you have already downloaded my Medicare guide, my top 10 tips for Medicare and surviving Medicare and better access. If you haven't downloaded it yet, if you go to my Quiet Confidence website and look in the store, so I think it's quietconfidence.com.au slash shop. Yep. And uh, you will find my Medicare download, and it's a free download. It's top 10 tips. Have a look at that. It just helps you know what to do to remain compliant. Okay. Now, on the back of that, I have been promising all year and deliberately waiting till this end of the year so that we're closer to when people are going to be worried about the calendar year transition because that's when I get the most questions about Medicare. So I am going to be launching a program in November. So we've got a little bit of time, but I want to make it really clear that there uh, will most likely be a limit on the number of people able to be participating in this round in this live round of the training now the training may well then be available for you to purchase later but not as a live um, which is best. program so, so you, you want to get into you want to get into the live program so you can have your answers question uh, your questions answered yeah. <laughs> by me live throughout the program um, so it will launch November. I'll be talking much more about it as we get closer to November. So if you're curious about that, please send me an email, test.crawley at testcrawley.com.au and put the Medicare training as the subject line for your email and you'll be among the first to be advised of when that program is going to launch. Uh, it will be priced at $97.00. And, and the mentor runner. thinks that's way too cheap, but anyway, yes, <laughs> it, it's going to be amazing. My name's already first on the list. Let's just be clear there. <laughs> I'm going to charge her double. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I'm going to do it and Chelsea's going to do it by principle. So there you go. Double done. <laughs> double done. So the, um, and the program will run over a couple of weeks. So I haven't decided how many yet. I'm thinking roughly four, maybe five weeks. So you actually get quite immersive training over a little period of time to really have the time to pick up on what I know about Medicare and then think about how that applies to your practice and get more questions asked as they come to mind. So it won't just be a one-off smash and grab. There'll actually be you know, an ongoing conversation during the course of the program. Yeah. So if you're interested, shoot me an email through and you'll be on that hot little list of first to be advised. Yes, so Tess has promised, because I don't want to miss out. What have I promised now? <laughs> <laughs> she has promised that before she launches it online, she will email people on the list to say, this is your first opportunity to get in. So um, get your name on that list by emailing her. She'll send you out an email a day or so before to say it's open, you know, uh, get your butts in there, um, a sign up a day before, you'll get 24 hour notice before um, she tells the rest of the world because I can tell you it's going to be very very popular because for me personally wanting to do this training is although I have a pretty thorough knowledge it's just like it's just 
check all the details, right? Um, and I would much rather do it in a fun way, in a program with other practice owners, because I just love it, um, than having to troll through all the bloody documents and websites and all of that stuff. I do not have the time for that. I, I don't know who does, but that's not a good use of my time as no. a practice owner. And let me tell you, having tried to corral all the information about Medicare, it is uncorralable, basically. There's a lot of information on the internet and a lot of information in conversations on Facebook and where else that is incorrect information, outdated information, um, misguided information. So there's a lot of fear around Medicare as well. So my aim is to make it very, very simple, very digestible, and sticking to just the core principles of what you need to do. And having also an understanding about the audit process as well, like what, what's a red flag for getting audited? What do they do when they audit you? Things like that. So you'll know that you're gonna be coming out of that program feeling a little bit more secure in your knowledge of what you need to do, why you do it, and how you incorporate that into your business structure as well is an important part of the program. I teach you about how I make sure that all the reporting obligations are done in an efficient manner so that it's not too time consuming in your business. And then you can sleep at night knowing that if you're audited tomorrow, you're probably gonna be okay. And, and, and it's so interesting because that's a big deal, hey? Yeah. Um, and that constant fear that people have about, oh my goodness, what if I get audited? Oh my goodness, what if I done the wrong thing? I'm gonna get in trouble. And, and I think a lot of what we do is about taking fear away, right? Yeah. Because it's really hard to run a business, a practice, if you're in a, in a state of fear the whole time. And, and just thinking how unhealthy that is, both mentally and physically. So even when it comes to the, the whole competitive abundance thing that we've just spoken about, people's thoughts and worries around Medicare, there's so much fear in our industry. And, and, and both of us are just so eager to just get rid of as much of that as possible so we can enjoy what we do as practice owners because the less fear they are, uh, the more joy they are, the more abundance, the more people we can help. It always comes back to our yeah. value of why yeah. we do this thing, right? Yeah. Um, and if you've got all your emotional energy being drained by that state of fear, you do not have the emotional energy to build your practice, help more people, and also be there for your kids and for your family and for your community and all of that type yeah. of thing. Yeah, I'm not sure if many of you realize or appreciate fully, Gerda and I both have young children and we both run our businesses within school, uh, pretty much within a school hours framework. And um, I've often joked about writing, a, I should write a book called The School Hours Entrepreneur. <laughs> uh, it, and it is possible to run a large busy practice. That's not to say the only work I ever do on my business is within school hours, that would be a lie. But in terms of being able to be present for my children, you, know, you have to have efficiencies. And so again, you know, the Medicare training program is part of that. And what Gerda offers is also very much around those concepts of efficiencies within your business. So you've got more time for you and your family in, a, exactly. in addition to having a successful viable business. Exactly, I agree, I agree, wow. That was good. Do you have any questions on your side? I'll just check here. Hey Natasha, thanks for joining. Yes, it's and one amazing backdrop. Yes. Hey, Kate. Hey, Donna. From, Donna's from America. Really? Excellent. Yeah, hey, Donna. Glad to have you here, Donna. Uh, hey, Kath. Hey, Jan and Monica. Uh, and Kath's very keen to hear about the themes of audits. Hey, oh, Sylvia. Yes. Uh, I'm catching up with Sylvia this afternoon. Oh, and um, <laughs> uh, yes, themes around audits. Yes, it's um, 
it's not as scary as you might think. And there are some really obvious traps that people can fall into, which I'll certainly be teaching people how to avoid those. Yes, can't wait, can't wait. So be sure to get that email done right now because it's going to be in order of when you've sent your email. There's going to be only so many people yes. um, in the group. So send it through. Um, yeah, we're going to finish off. Yes. We're done talking. We're done talking. <laughs> we need to get up to other mischief right now. Yes, we do. Lots of it too. <laughs> Thank you very much, all of you, for joining us live this afternoon from the APS Congress here in Sydney. We have been busy beavers and we'll no doubt talk to you again very soon most definitely and remember as always all you need to do is say yes to your very own ultimate level five private practice and you need to find the confidence and find the proof finding proof <laughs> anyway i'll talk to you i'm not doing Can it did i get it wrong you threw me <laughs> i will talk to you all very yes, soon yes. bye bye for now bye